TheChairShot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always. Always. Use your head. You are now listening to ChairShot Radio. Always use your head. everyone it is kayfabe tuesday this is your good friend patrick o'dowd welcoming you into another edition of chair shot radio hockey talk and friends i just i have a small confession dave and i not recording at our usual time that's my fault but then doubly not recording at at our usual time because that's dave's fault Uh, but i think we got good reasons well I actually think you have a better reason than I do, Dave, because you're you're a little under the weather, feeling it, uh, needed a little bit of rest uh, for for what I think are legitimate, you know, good reasons. Congratulations on getting boosted, sir. Welcome to the welcome to the program, by the way. That's right. Time to be reckless again, baby. So. Yes, go out there, go to Disneyland, and spend four hundred and fifty dollars for two hours of entertainment. Apparently, according to and you're fifty dollars short, buddy. Oh, my bad. My bad. I, I thought you were one of those special people who had like season passes. So you didn't have to spend 50 uh, bucks on something. The wife does. She's got the magic key, right. but she, I mean, you know, for all the stuff we posted in the bandwagon nerds chat, talking shit about them. Um, they did do her a solid. They gave her a nice t-shirt with the magic key logo. So, eh, that's, that's cool. So I, the reason, the reason I called you and was like, Hey, I'm going to be late. I well, I agreed. My buddy of mine was like, "Hey, I have a project I need help working on over at the house. Can you can you come help me?" And he he got me and a couple of other guys to do it. And I'm like, "Sure." And I'm thinking maybe we're gonna help him like do work in his basement because I know his basement has issues or something around the house. No, we helped him set up an ice rink in his backyard. Wow, that's in his backyard. He must have a yeah. big backyard. Yeah. He does. He he lives next. He lives like out in the middle of nowhere, Massachusetts, right next to a park. And he's basically got this large field in, in his backyard. And so, you know, it was like kudos to you um, that you have, you know, uh, enough room to set up an ice rink. And it's now almost cold enough, though. It's going to be like 50 degrees tomorrow. Uh, he's he's going to he's not going to be able to put water in there to, to freeze yet. But that's what we do in Massachusetts. Everyone is we we make our own ponds and then play hockey on those ponds. And that's why we're here is to do a little hockey talk. Gonna, gonna kind of follow a format that I, that I kicked in front of Dave last week, unbeknownst to him. And that is, we're going to cover, we're going to, we're going to talk about what's going on around the league. You know, the ebbs and flows, things we're seeing. I think that's always valuable to do. Uh, And then a couple of headlines, that that have occurred or just kind of from the past week and and we're really gonna we're gonna do the headlines first and then talk about the league second i think that's uh a little bit more to my liking uh this week versus last week we don't have like a big headlining story like we did last week with ov uh, but you know Ottawa was practicing again uh i figured that's worth a uh, a little bit of a chat and there's some news out of colorado today from their front office and, and their head coach so we're going to take our first uh, commercial break 
And when we come back, we will talk a little news around the the world of the NHL. You are listening to Chairshot Radio Hockey Talk Edition here on the Chairshot Radio Network, a part of the Chairshot.com. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Go to powerslam.tv, promo code chairshot. Get your free month. Again, that's powerslam.tv, promo code chairshot. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. All right, welcome back everyone to Hockey Talk on Chair Shot Radio. We're going to jump into a couple of pieces of news from around the National Hockey League, but before we do that, I would be remiss if I didn't play some music. You know, I had been doing so much better with the segue, like out of commercial on that, and then just choked big time. Went right into. I think it's because I, you know, trying to be respectful of you, knowing that you were feeling a little, a little under, and the fact that I, I am dead tired because folks putting up an ice rink. That that shit's hard. <laughs> like, and apparently you were it, imbibing at the same time, from uh, what I understood. No, no, not not for setting up the, the ice rink. That I did today. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I was talking about you and Platt's little interchange up. last night. No, 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 no. That was, that was uh, Patrick O'Dowd after dark was uh, Friday night. Uh, but we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about a couple pieces of news. And, and the first thing I want to talk about is actually uh, something that happened last week. You shared this with me last week. We probably could have talked about it during last week's Hockey Talk. But... Um, we can talk about it this week, and that is that the Ottawa Senators are practicing. And that doesn't, on the surface, sound like a big deal because teams practice all the time until you learn that they return to practice for the first time since having three games postponed as a result of 10 players in the COVID-19 protocol. The training facilities in Ottawa have been closed since November 15th when it's game at the New Jersey Devils on November 16th, or yes, um, against the Nashville Predators on the 18th, and then the Rangers on the 20th, all have been were, were postponed. And so 
we we've been without Ottawa, and I guess to start this conversation, I I missed that this is what we were doing. I didn't think we were postponing games like this again, Dave. I I I'm apparently wrong. Guy, yeah, I'm not sure what the NHL's COVID protocol is this year, but I think they must have something in place for out. Yeah, they must have something in place for outbreaks of this magnitude where it's like uh, half your at least two of your lines, three of your lines are uh, on COVID protocol. So we're going to postpone this for a little while. Um, I, you know, and, and I don't know the Canadian teams. We know last year they were held to a different standard than the rest of the league. And it wasn't until what, like Montreal and the cup finals finally allowed a few fans <laughs> into the arena. So, right. yeah, it, it doesn't surprise me that Canada, the Canadian teams are getting um scrutinized a lot more closely than their American counterparts. Sure. And yeah, when Ottawa has an outbreak like that, they're just like, yeah, we're going to postpone these things. So yeah. I, and I don't know how that all plays out, you know, as far as the season is concerned, because they are, it's a full season. It's not one of these truncated seasons. So you really got to st- I mean, ultimately right. they've, already, they've already rescheduled one uh, for December 6th. Uh, against the Devils um, at the Prudential Center, so they've already. They're, it looks like they're working really hard to get get them back and rescheduled. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, I just, but uh, all I was going to say is like, let's be honest. With Ottawa, it probably doesn't matter, but for the teams they're playing, it might matter a whole big deal. You know, later on down the uh, as the season progresses. Oh yeah, I totally agree. I was. I mean. Uh, the senators are four ten and one. Like they're they're not going. They like they're not going anywhere. Uh, what is concerning to me for them is they haven't practiced since November fifth. So, you know, we're recording this on the twentieth. That's over two weeks of practice by by what like a day, fifteen days. Yeah, that's a and long time. That that is a heavy layoff and. They still not all ten of them are back. Only eight of them returned on Saturday. Austin Watson, Alex Formanton, Dylan Gamble, Connor Brown, uh, Nick Holden, Victor. Is that meat? Um, it doesn't sound like that's the right way to pronounce it, but I'm gonna go with that. Josh Brown and Matt Murray, Drake Batherson, who's the team's point leader uh, and defenseman, Nikisha uh, Nikita Zaitsev. Uh, still remain in COVID protocol. So they, they still don't even have their whole team back. And, you know, there's quotes from the players like, oh, you know, we're just, you know, we're we're joking. We're doing what we can. We're staying upbeat. And that's nice. But uh, I, I think it sucks for them as a team. I understand you got to keep the games because, as you said, if those three games and those teams that they're playing are in a place where they matter, they might need those points. Uh, and as we all know in the NHL, it really is all about those points. So I guess kudos to Ottawa for coming back. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure they'll get back on track and, uh, and who knows, maybe the, maybe the time off. I mean, here's the thing in the middle of the season. Okay. We're a month in, you know, where teams are reaching what the quarter point of the season and yep. you've got all these teams that are now really battle tested started, you know, injuries are hitting here and there. The ducks, I, th- I don't know if we're going to talk about the Ducks had a big injury this week, uh, but you get like two weeks off in the middle of all that. Does Ottawa come back fresh, rested with an advantage over a lot of these other teams? You got to figure they'll be quicker. 
they might, you know, be that might just feel better overall. I mean, of course, a lot of them are recovering from COVID. That's not going to help, but maybe that helps Ottawa get steal a few wins here and there, get back into the race. Who knows? I mean, that's adorable that you would think that, but uh, <laughs> I mean, it's silver we silver linings to our. One we were taking Ottawa. Ottawa seriously before they went down with COVID. Why would we change our ma- our, our minds now? Ugh. Probably not. Anyway, you mentioned this. We'll we'll lay this out. That you talked about Anaheim losing a player. We'll we'll go into that injury report as it came out today that uh, Max Com Comtos Comtois. Uh, how do I say that? You're Com- California. Comtois? Max Comtois. Comtois. I don't know. Well, he's going to be out six weeks for the Anaheim Ducks after having surgery on his right hand Thursday. The forward had a small bone removed from his hand. He had missed the past three games, was placed on injured reserve. Now, he he only had, he had one assist in 13 games this season after leading the Ducks in points last season. So you got to think the hand has had something to do with his performance, and I wonder when that actually came about. Now, the Ducks are having a good season, and they've been having a good season in spite of him performing well. Uh, so does this does this only impact the Ducks in a good way, Dave, do you think? Like if he can recover and get full use of that hand and kind of be at 100%, especially if the Ducks continue to play the way they play? Or do they really start to miss his presence as the as this six week you know month and a half wears on, and, and they find themselves in a spot where they're just really needing a jolt and they're going to expect more out of him than maybe he might be ready to give. If their past performance this season is any indication, then it's almost uh, like I mean, sure he was you know what one assist in thirteen games this season, so not a big, that's not good. that's not a big impact that's not any impact at all and, and like you're saying the ducks are one of the surprise teams this year they they've they've been i, I didn't expect much from them. i watched them in the caps play earlier this week um they're good you know i mean of course the caps can't win in overtime but that's another story entirely but anaheim you, you can whine about that in the next segment but uh, yeah, Anaheim is is one of those surprise teams that have kind of come out of nowhere. And, uh, you know, and, and I remember in the pre- preview, man, I shit on all three California teams. They're all pretty good. Surprisingly, they're right in the thick of it. You, you really undersold them all. I, I didn't know them well enough, really, to, to comment one way or the other. So I, I stayed out of it like a responsible journalist. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised. But Anaheim looks really um, they look solid. You know, they've got good pieces in place. Their goaltending has held up really well. Uh, they've played better defensively than I thought they would, and, and they just they they they've got some timely wins. Whether they can keep it going, I don't know. But yeah, you figure you're going to get this guy back around January or something like that, middle of January, uh, for roughly halfway through the season. Um, if he comes back and he's the same form that he was last season, you know, and the Ducks were terrible last year, but still, this guy led led the way that's that's like found money you know like what vegas is going to get with eichel found money that's sort of maybe not that big of an impact but you're not having a heart attack are you i'm just checking no i had dumped i muted myself so that i could belch ah okay so but i i guess on that note uh (laughs) this is this is a rocky chair shot radio this is not our best work dave i gotta i gotta say we are a reliable charge chair shot radio contributor right up there with bags and ray um, but this is, this is not our, this is not our strongest outing. 
for that clumsy transition, I'm going to head over to Colorado where it was announced on the 19th that they have signed Jared Bednar to a two-year contract extension to remain a coach of the Colorado Avalanche. That means his contract will now run through the 2023-2024 season. This seems like a no-brainer move to me if for no other reason than he has some of the best hair of the NHL coaches out there. Like He's got that like long-haired kind of it's not slicked back, but it kind of looks like it could be slicked back. Like it's great hair. I'm jealous of it. He clearly uses Pert Plus in the shower because that's the shampoo and the conditioner. Kind of looks all, like California well, Governor Gavin Newsom, doesn't he? Uh, now, why why are you invoking names that might get you hate tweets later on? Just, if anybody listened to to the hockey talk or you know podcast here's the thing this is a no-brainer because the the colorado avalanche are clearly successful with him at the helm and so lock your guy up until you need to fire him because that's what you do in the nhl they just fire people left and right buyouts be damned yeah let me and so i i mean i get it you know lock him up but i i gotta pose this out to you colorado right now out of the playoffs i know that's probably going to change um he's um they've they they've they are successful in the regular season. Colorado is. They have not succeeded so far in the playoffs the last couple of years. Yes, the bubble was one thing. Last year, they flamed out against Vegas, albeit in seven games. If they don't get to, I don't know, the cup final this year, do you think he's on the hot seat? I know he just signed an extension, but do you feel like he's going to be on the hot seat coming into next season if they don't, you know, if they start to struggle? That sort of thing. I mean because of the nature of, of hockey and the way they go through coaches. Yeah. Like I think if you're, if, and we don't know, we're not in the room, but the, if the standard, if the standard is cup or bust at this point, cause they're, they're trying to build a team. That's a win now team. They've still their The core is still young. I really thought they'd be much stronger. Like you mentioned, they're, they're eight and five. They're eight, five and one. Now they've played a few games less than everyone so far. They've really only played a couple weeks worth of games. Uh, but you know, you look at all their like sort of extended measurables, their goal differential is good. They're on a four game winning streak right now. So they're putting something together a little bit. I, I think this is some hand wringing a, a month into the season. And I think for all the talk, I did last week about teams are where we thought they are because I spoke up so highly of Colorado during our preview. I'm going to double down on it and I'm going to say that Bender is going to get them where he needs to be. And that I think they're going to do a deeper run into the playoffs this year. And we're not going to have, we're not going to have to have this conversation. I don't think he's on the hot seat just yet. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, we'll see when McKinnon gets back, watch them go on. Is KV on my hockey theory? (laughs) <laughs> I'm just, yeah. I, they'll get McKinnon back. They'll break the NHL record for consecutive wins. And there you go. So it'll all be good. Maybe. Who knows? Um, what I do know is that we're going to take a quick commercial break and do a once around the league and see how we're feeling about the various divisions. Before we go to our recorded commercial, though, I do want to remind everybody to head over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot and support chair shot radio 
by investing in a chair shot t-shirt. We have all kinds of great shirts out there for you to choose from. Everything from OG chair shot logos to sayings from shows like Everybody Hates Greg, Jesus Did the Job. They're all there. Hashtag journalism, hashtag save tag team wrestling. Get something, show your pride in your favorite podcasting station. They're only $19.99 a shirt. Now, if you're feeling fancy and you want something that feels nice on your giblets, spend a few dollars more and get it soft style. It's very, very reasonable. I have a nice soft style uh, shirt myself for bandwagon nerds. I love it. It feels delightful. It'll be worth it. And we're coming up on Thanksgiving. I'm sure that Christopher Platt out there has given us some sort of promotional code. I'm sure it's like turkey or something. I don't know what it is, but I bet you if that you have eagle ears and you listen to more of our podcast, you're going to catch a promo code somewhere before the end of this week. Anyway, we once make again, no guarantees it's valid, of course, because it's plat. But no, no, there'll be a legitimate one. You know, you'll hear it from at least two or three podcasts. I promise you there will be a legit promo code at some point. Anyway, again, that site is prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. When we come back, we're going to do a quick once around the league. You're listening to Hockey Talk. That's Chair Shot Radio Hockey Talk here on the Chair Shot Radio Network, a part of the chairshot.com. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. All right, welcome back. And uh, Dave, I got to laugh because you've been whining about overtime. And then I come and I look at the Washington record uh, here in the standing sheet where you're three points behind Carolina because they're 14 and two with no overtime games and you're 10, two and five with all of these overtime appearances. Uh, like, like what's up with that? Plus what's up with the metropolitan division? Because really, as I'm looking this over there, not a lot of good team, like a lot of okay teams, teams out kicking their coverage, I guess like the, the Rangers and the Devils, like they're gold differential, like they're un- they're underwater. It's like the Blues last year, like winning in spite the in spite of themselves. Yeah, the like, Met- I mean, I thought the Rangers would be improved this Islanders year. Are terrible? Why are the Islanders terrible? Because they've played thirteen games away from uh, home. They they are actually well, I, and this is one of the advantages of actually recording later on a Saturday night because you're kind of watching kind of watching what's going on. They are playing at home for the first time this season tonight. And they're losing three to one. So obviously it's not just <laughs> the scenery. It's not the environment. Yeah. So, I mean, the flames are good, but yeah, the Islanders are, I don't, I've got nothing right now. I thought, I mean, I want to see how they do at home. They'll get some time there, break in the new arena. I don't know if it's going to have, you know, the Islanders problem was they're great at Nassau Coliseum. They were not good at Barclays Center. I don't know if they're going to be any better in this new arena. There's something, you know, special about NASA. Uh, but yeah, the Islanders, you know, they're minus 10 goal differential. You're not going to get very far like that. 
And you look at the rest of the teams, Pittsburgh struggling. Cindy Crosby got his first goal of the year the other night. I mean, we're he was hurt. You can't you can't be like, oh, Sidney Crosby got his first goal here. He's played like three games. <laughs> that's like, fair. That's fair. What the what the fuck's wrong with Sidney? I not everybody's nine hundred year old Alex Ovechkin scoring every other that's day, true. man. I'm sorry. That's true. But here, I, the Devils, a, the Devils though, they snapped. Uh, Tampa had a nine game point streak, and New Jersey scores did. four in the third to snap that. So the Devils are looking better than I thought they would. Right, but it, I, I'm sitting here looking at what these teams have done, and and may, it, it's funny because you know we're 14 to to 17 games depending on the team into the into the season, and really outside of Carolina and, and Washington, well, I guess the the Rangers have had a good run their last 10 games. Like it just doesn't seem very impressive. Like everybody's on like a win one, lose one sort of sort of snap over here outside of Carolina, who basically, you know, like they just, they're, they're not losing to anybody. And, you know, we talk about divisions and you shift down to the other side of the Eastern conference to the Atlantic. And I'm like, you look at Florida and Toronto and Tampa Bay is on to something. You just mentioned it. They just had a, a streak broken. They're 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 finally playing up to their potential. Those those three teams, I think, outside of Carolina, could beat anybody in in the Metropolitan Division. Sorry, Florida for sure. Caps, Toronto, Caps included. Oh yeah, Florida, Toronto, Tampa for sure. I, I mean, that's speaking of regular season teams. By the way, Florida is ridiculous. And I I. I want to see Florida and Carolina facing each other's off in, in the semis for the right to go to the Stanley cup. That'd be great. Except for Tampa. We'll probably have something to say about that, but we'll, I mean, we'll see if Florida learned anything from last year. Um, as far as playing Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay's not going anywhere. Uh, Detroit, no, not at all. they righted the ship. Yeah. Boston looked like they kind of, you know, after we threw them under the bus last week, got a couple of, uh, wins here and there. So, they're trying to get Detroit still hanging in there. Buffalo fell back, but uh, uh, but on a three game losing skid, and I I actually feel better because last week uh, oh man I didn't have numbers in front of me, but uh, I I hearken to this and it's such a simple thing, but one the road record is horrible, three and seven that's not good that's not going to get you anywhere. Their their goal differential is minus twelve. Like that's third worst in the division. Like yeah. you don't, you just as as it, to to drop a John Maddenism. Like if you don't score more goals than the other team, you're probably not going to win. Dude, Montreal's a minus twenty nine. Oh my goodness. Yeah, they're terrible. Wow, they're terrible. Like Ottawa now, Ottawa, that's you know, hasn't been playing in a while, but the, the, they're 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 technically quote unquote better. Like they have a better win percentage <laughs> right now than Montreal. Now that's because they played three fewer games, but still, like it's gross. So let's talk about your team. Let's go to the Central Division and talk about the Blues. I know they they struggled a little bit, but they kind of righted the it, ship. Yeah, it's it's a little deceptive. Like when you look at their last ten, it says four, four, and two because they were like two. They were like one out of their last five until yesterday. And finally got themselves off the the proverbial schneid with a win, so it makes it look like they're better than they, than they have been the last week. And they uh, 
Craig Berube shook some lines up, puts uh, moved some guys around a little bit, put a put a couple lines back together that hadn't been uh, been together in a while. That uh, like bumps Tarasenko down to the second uh, second line uh, and really seemed to jumpstart the offense. He's really good at doing that. Um, you know, Minnesota and Winnipeg. Winnipeg's the one that has kind of surprised me a little. I didn't take the Jets seriously at all, and here they are. You know, nine and four, twenty-two points, and you know, riding a riding a pretty good stretch. They'll they're basically five. You know, five, two, and three. That's basically you know, if you do baseball math, that's basically six and six and three, six and four over the last ten games. So uh, the Colorado, Colorado starting to notice itself. That's the other thing that that I that I'm starting to notice. The aforementioned Panthers row. did a uh, favor for your guys tonight as a battle of division leaders. Panthers took down the Wild five to four. That's a final. So there you go. That'll help your guys out. Yeah, I I think I think you're gonna see. The Western Conference, I think at the end of the day, I think um, as I look at these five teams that are at top, I, I don't believe in Dallas. Chicago, though, still winning after we talked about them last week. Uh, they're they're still doing a little bit of a surge. They've got a bit of a hole to climb out of. Uh, I'm trying to decide whether between Nashville, Minnesota, and Colorado, who's the pretender and who's the contender. Like I do think Colorado's a, a contender, but who's the other one? Probably Minnesota. I'd say if there's a pretender yeah. out of those, I'd go with Nashville. Right. So Let, let's. Can we talk about who's know. not a pretender? Can we talk about who's not a pretender? And that Edmonton. is the Edmonton Oilers. Do you see? Uh, not. Connor McDavid yeah. had another goal of the year quality goal the other night, which was ridiculous yeah, again. Today that ends in Y. <laughs> Just like it's it's, it's sick. It is. He's so talented. He's so good. Uh, and I got to watch that up close and personal as he took care of business against my my Blues in one of those losses that I was talking about earlier. They're 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 better than advertised. We knew they'd be good. I didn't know they'd be this good. Calgary's the same way. Like we didn't we we were not as sold on Canada uh, outside of me and my Toronto love and. They're the top two teams in the Pacific Division right now. So, and it's great for Canadian hockey to have those two rivals be at the top like that, and to see how young they are and what they can do. That's fantastic for Canadian hockey and for the Pacific Division as well. Right. That's uh, to have its best star on top of that division. It, it makes all the sense in the in the world that that would hopefully hype that up for that part of, for that neck of the woods. So he, um, he's performing well and I don't think they're going anywhere. Um, I think that they're a legitimate cup contender right now. Uh, we'll see again, a lot of, a lot of hockey to be played and injuries can happen, but you know, and maybe that's what we'll do next week. Maybe we talk pretenders and contenders next week. Uh, you know, a good month or so into the season, we just take down, we look at the top four of each division and, and see who's a contender and who's a pretender. I, that could be a lot of fun. Yeah, Vegas has started to make a move now. I think they they jumped into the uh, Super me. 16. They jumped into the Super 16 this week. Um, so they're moving in the right direction. They've just got to continue to be competitive until they get Eichel and really probably just take off, and it'll be annoying. But, well, uh, but they, got a, they got another body back this week, right? Didn't they, somebody come back for them? I'm not sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a look through because yeah. I could have sworn somebody else. Yeah, um, no, it's a he he could 
return. Um, uh, Passeretti, Passeretti, yeah, yeah. He uh, he could return to the lineup uh, tonight against the Columbus Blue Jackets. So we'll have to wait and see on that one. Uh, we'll know in about an hour. But yeah, they they they've been hurt, and that's shown. I think that as they're getting healthy, that could that could prove fruitful for, for Vegas and they'll climb them up. So we'll wait and see on that. And I think, like I said, next week, maybe we'll just do it. We'll take a quick stock one month into the season. What are our gross rover reactions? Who do we think are legitimate contenders and who are the pretenders? Always a fun conversation to have. Yeah, that, that'll be a good conversation. Uh, just looking at Seattle. I was hoping for more from the Kraken, but I don't think it's happening this no, year. I, the NHL made certain that we did not have Vegas part two electric boogaloo. Now I'm not saying that, that in a, the NHL didn't look at Vegas being a strong market out of the gate and saying, let's make that. So, and made it so, but anyway, it feels like they pulled the pendulum way back in the other direction and yeah. they have their talent there, but there's not enough talent. Yeah, and Seattle hasn't gotten the goaltending that I think they were expecting from Grubauer. And um, it's just, it's a right. tough road. And, and like we said at the beginning of the year, Vegas really ruined it for Seattle in more ways than one. Nobody, other than the changes that they made, like you've <laughs> talked about, nobody was going to let Seattle sneak up on him. And people were like, oh, we're taking these guys super serious right off the bat. And you can see the way teams play them, that it's like, okay, they're not fucking around. So, Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We're not, we're not going to see a repeat uh, of the Vegas Golden Knights. All right, Dave, that's going to do it for us. It's about 33 minutes of podcast. We did it a little bit, you you a little under the weather, me dog tired and worn out, but we got it done because that's what we do for our audience. You're welcome. That's right. Where's Wade Barrett when I need him? Hells. Yeah. Anyway, before we get out of here, tell everybody where they can find you out there in the interwebs. You can find me on Twitter at Attitude Ag and on Facebook.com slash Attitude of Aggression. And you can follow me on the Twitter at Wrestling Realist. That is at W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. Folks, we will be back at you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this week's edition of Hockey Talk on ChairShot Radio, part of the ChairShot Radio Network. When we see you next week, we're going to do some gross overreactions. We're going to talk pretenders and contenders. You've been listening to Hockey Talk on ChairShot Radio, part of the ChairShot Radio Network, here on thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head.